What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm C.G. Erickson. And today we have our most frequent returning guest because we adore him, John Koppel. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I like that you started apologizing for having me as a guest before I even got to say anything. That's not what it was supposed to be. <laughs> Listen, he's our friend, okay? I don't that care if not. you don't like him. <laughs> our our, our friend returning, time. he's an accountant, returning guest, John Koffel. Oh, we have God. him on all the time. I'm very, I'm excited to be podcast here. Podcast personality. Thank you. That means something. That's how I introduce myself. Podcast personality. I meant to say it's like... He's on all the time because we adore him. That's what I said. Like, I don't think he's on enough. I know. CG. I think well, we've been snubbing him. Well, you know what? I didn't want to give anything away, but the three of us will be doing a live podcast soon-ish, most likely in so Ambler. So put that in your calendars, folks. Soonish. <laughs> Keep soonish open. <laughs> You know, this it's it's a live podcast, most likely in Ambler, and it's going to be fucking wild. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna you're gonna be in the same room with three podcast personalities. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, just put soonish in your calendars, everyone, because it's going to be a blast, and we'll keep you updated. But. Just, I wanted to people to know that they're about to have the most fun if they can make it to Ambler. Some people can't get to Ambler so easily for any of our listeners in other countries. Which brings me to, I was going to Shout outs to you guys. <laughs> Wherever you are, shout outs to you guys. I love our international listeners. Yeah. And put Ambler on your list, international listeners. You got to come to America. You got to check out Ambler. Ambler is America. If you come to America, the first place you got to check out is Ambler, Pennsylvania. Stop giving away the secrets because Ambler is going to get super crowded and then we're going to not be able to have a show there anymore because of parking. I guess I still go into Manhattan and I find parking. So, but Ambler is like really crazy for parking. The train yeah. station goes right into Ambler. You got to learn to get on the train, Kate. Okay. You guys gonna, take it easy. You're going to tell everyone to come to Ambler, and then all of a sudden my house is going to be worth like $3 million. <laughs> It'll be terrible. That's true. All right, everyone, come to Ambler. It is the shit. I'm not going to I lie. can't wait to start packing you lunch boxes and just and popping you on the train, Kate, <laughs> just to get where you need to go. 
I used to take the train to work, to and from work every single day. Mm-hmm. Don't be better than the train. I took Nobody's the subway. No, shut shut up, both of you. I took the Manhattan subway so freaking much. The Manhattan subway can often be the scariest, most chaotic place where you fear for your life at times. So I've done a shit ton of that. I've done a lot of New Jersey transit. But right now I'm enjoying my car for various reasons. Um, <laughs> what does um, that mean? <laughs> yeah, elaborate. What are you doing in your car? I plead the fifth. Anyway, speaking of international, in case we do have international listeners, we've got some crazy shit going on in Afghanistan. The Taliban has quickly taken over. And from what I've read, there wasn't much resistance. It was- I heard they love Invasion of Privacy podcast. The Taliban? Yeah, word around the sh- word on the streets. I don't think I have many Taliban listeners, but if I do, the overall message is like, chill, you know, be cool. Just be cool. Be cool. Let women have rights and jobs. Don't don't turn women into sex trafficking people, which I've heard is now in Afghanistan as well. I know we have that problem here. Yeah, Afghanistan took over. Sucks. Yeah, it's really sad. What's going on? It's scary, too. The shame of it is that we put in a lot of time and we lost people over there and spent like a trillion dollars and real progress was made. Education, you know, in terms of the media, they actually like that kind of flourished. But then all of a sudden we leave and the Taliban took it over and like. 15 minutes and it's fucked up man like when you see the videos of people trying to get out of there people are passing their toddlers to the front to the u.s soldiers to take like that's the saddest most messed up thing i've ever seen of just like giving away your child because you don't want it to be in that environment it's just that's been heartbreaking to see those videos i've seen a lot of i think you sent them to me couple a lot of like Taliban dancing celebrations and then they were you sent me the one where they were working out in the presidential palace gym yeah and it looks like they weren't familiar very familiar with gym equipment no they weren't they weren't (laughs) they don't pump a lot of iron the Taliban they don't and also they they had like this very childlike sense of just wonder while they were in there they seemed like they were having so much fun And it really just made me think, should we have invested in building amusement parks for them and stuff? Because also that same video, it had them at the same presidential palace. They were on bumper cars. They were riding rides. They were having – they've never done this shit before. They're having such a good time. It's like, man. I think like the White House should have bumper cars and like a Ferris wheel and stuff like that. Like what does our White House have that's fun? Yeah. Not a damn thing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I bet you it has like a really fancy ballroom for like conventions and a girl would say that. <laughs> <This kid. laughs> they have the bowling alley. They've got a dog, a dog that'll bite you. Oh, Bites they have a bowling, they have a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. That's better than I thought. I didn't know they had that. Yeah, yeah, but Do I they think have it's... a movie theater room. Yeah, they have a theater room. Do they? Sure. It's sounding better now. It's sounding better. But I feel like Afghanistan has us beat or whatever country we're talking about. I feel like they have us beat 
with their presidential palace with all the stuff they have there. I mean, besides that they get taken over like real easy, but besides that, I feel like they have they have we, some bomb shit. Well, we don't know what the White House gym looks like. You know? Oh no, no, the White House gym's better. But like they don't have bumper cars. No, they don't have bumper cars. They're like too responsible there to like have bumper cars. When was the last time you've been on a bumper car? In a bumper car, I should say. Years. I'm going to give it 15 years, probably. You watch adults in bumper cars, they usually don't look like they're having a good time. No, it's very jarring. It hurts the dogs. Adults are in a lot of pain on bumper cars. So mm-hmm. it's, usually, it's not the fun that, that they remember from a few decades ago. No. Yeah, if you have a bad back, that could jack you up. Like, as an adult, like, if you wake up, you have a bad back or whatever, you can't do bumper cars. You'll be taken out. But I've done bumper cars, I think, like, six years ago at a, at Shane's birthday party. I think I went on. I might have skipped it. I honestly, maybe I just looked at them. <laughs> I don't really remember. I feel like every time I was in a bumper car, there would always be another kid that I would realize that I hated within about five seconds. Yeah. Some motherfucker would T-bone you, and then you'd look at him, you'd be like, hey, hey, hey. You're <laughs> like, oh, I don't like this kid. Yeah. Oh, and he's just enjoying other people's pain. He's not having fun like all the other kids. Like, yay, all of us are having fun. That one kid wants to hurt you. And I know, yeah, that, that kid's on the bumper cars, dude. Yeah. That kid was actually me, like, back in the day. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you little assholes. <laughs> yeah, what's up now? It's all legal on the bumper cars. <laughs> Your mom's not going to save you now, you little bitch. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Bumper cars, yeah, they're a way to get out some aggression, man, when you're a mean kid. Yeah. And there would always be, to your point, a crying kid. <laughs> the, the crying kid and the mean kid and it's hard to say which kid you respected less when you got off the bumper car like there was a kid that was just crying like a little bitch like as soon as it started You're like geez dude pull it together you knew what you were getting into just come on yeah that that kid took a lot of heat the the kid who cried on the bumper cars like everybody found out he was a pussy usually it's cool because it's like you're down the shore so it's like people you know no people you really know it's just like your family's there so like if you're the crying kid you don't tell the kids at home about that shit but if it was like somebody's birthday party or something you'd be ruined oh yeah totally and I would be the one, because we're all storytellers here, I'd be the one that would go back to school and be like, all right, you, you wouldn't believe what Siege did on the bumper cars. He'd cry, And then I would like embellish it to just try to make the story a little bit better yeah. and just ruin somebody's life to try to make the story 10% funnier. And I'd be like, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What y'all doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, and that's then him. hates me from out there. Like, that's him. Whatever. <laughs> I was just down the shore last weekend or last week for the week. And we did all that shit. We did the amusement park ride. They've got two of them now. They got Wonderland Pier and they got one that's a lot better and newer. Wildwood? Where? We Ocean City. Ocean City. Gotcha. Okay. Ocean City's classy as hell. It's dry. I, it's dry, right? Did you bring a I case think that's a big liquor? part of it. Oh, wow. No. Did you bring a whole case of liquor with you? No. That's what I would have done. <laughs> Yo. Honestly, I'm trying to dry out for the next couple of weeks after I was in Cape May and it was just day after day. I'd wake up with like the, uh, the shamesies every morning. Oh yeah. Hate you know, yourself. you wake up and you're just like, what the fuck was I talking about? 
And the only thing to fix it is just pick up a drink. Right then, right then and there. <laughs> the only thing that gets rid of the shame. <laughs> so strange, this world. It's so weird. You lean into it, and then you're like, well, I don't know why I felt so bad about myself. It's fine. We're all having a good time. And you wake up with the shamesies again the next morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of uh, self-loathing. Tons of it. Oh, yeah. And you're not even exactly sure if you should be ashamed, but the shame creeps over anyway. And then if you take a leap and bring it up, usually everyone that you're with is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You were fine. You're like, right, right. That's yeah, true. Not, and then, not me. <laughs> when I bring it up, they're like, yeah, dude, you're fucked up. They're like, you're, you're a fucked up person. I'm like, okay, okay. okay. That's All right. Take it easy. Who wants a daiquiri? That's enough, you guys. You're being a real downer. <laughs> Somebody's got to get naked. <laughs> yeah, it was a good trip. We had fun. Ocean City is classy. because, And I do think you're right. It's because it's a dry town. Mm-hmm. Well, I stayed in Cape May, so which is also classy. I'm not accustomed to staying there. It was like my first time spending like more than a night or two there. But then we went to Ocean City because we had to do that for the for the day. Yeah, it's the best. So hold up, hold up. You chose, because you were closer to Wildwood. You yes. You chose Ocean City over Wildwood, even though the rides at Wildwood are much more boss? Yes. And what went into that decision? It's well, classier for the kids? For one, it's way classier. All right, yeah. Yeah. And for two, our kids were the age range is four to 10. So we didn't need the illest rides in all of New Jersey. Yeah. We just needed something. And you frankly, need some of the shittiest rides. Yeah. And, and, and those kids don't get scared. Some of those rides were really satisfying too. Like, because there were plenty of kids crying. Uh, and I mean, our kids, yeah. our, there were plenty of tears. There were plenty of like kids proud of themselves for riding roller coasters little shitty roller coasters like yeah you're a badass and it's like but you're not some of those carnival rides not not those ones because those are more secure because they're like at that place but the kind of pack it up and go carnival rides some of them look so unstable and scary i saw a video of one like losing control and like that is my ultimate nightmare like I don't know. Some of them are extra crazy. Like they go up and down and around. And then I'm like, yeah, like what? I don't know. I'm really not into yeah, I'm not every, into the Gravitron. What? That's every roller coaster. No, like they've gotten crazier. Like I feel like when I first started riding roller coasters, which were crazy still, it was like big ups and downs. Like I like the wooden roller coasters if they're good ones. And then I did like the my wooden first- ones beat the shit out of you while you're the on wooden it. wooden ones are the shittiest. Yeah. <laughs> They're horrible. That's true, actually. But, like, I remember my first upside-down roller coaster was the Super Duper Looper. And it was, like, so big. The anticipation, getting it over with, doing it again. But then they started getting, like, insane crazy. Where it's like, you're in a blender. Like, Super Duper Looper, fine. I could probably still do that, maybe. Even though it still felt like then I was about to fall out of the fucking cart it was like one of those simple bars that that almost never happens sometimes like you read an article where it's like kid died on roller coasters it's like that is the fucking worst shit i've ever heard like has that happened recently roller coasters 
If you do, if you go by statistics, with the amount of roller coasters there are, how many times they run a roller coaster every day, and then how many actual fatalities there are, you'll hit the Powerball before you get killed on a roller. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's the safest way to travel. <laughs> Statistically <Agreed>. speaking, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if it's part of Biden's infrastructure package, but he should have invested in roller coasters <laughs> for oh, all yeah. of us to ride. Yo, I know that when I was coming up, Six Flags Great Adventure got a new Batman and Robin roller coaster. Mm. And the, the trick was it starts like you're stopped and then it shoots you to 60. Like it shoots you. You don't like roll into it or start get started or whatever. Like it shoots you. It has hydraulics or something. And then you're at 60. And then it goes faster than that, I guess. But zero to 60 in like a half a second. I passed out. You passed out? You know how you get dizzy if you stand up too fast sometimes? You'll get dizzy and, and it'll go kind of dark. I don't know if that happens to normal people, but it happens to me once in a while if I get up too fast, right? Sure. But uh, it was that. It did that to me and I was sitting down. Holy yeah. shit. And I was like a young, healthy child. Oh, that's awesome. I was like 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So like uh, it was wow, legit. what a bitch! I, like, I came off of that. <laughs> you came off it and started crying, pissed no, yourself. I came off of that like that is the shit. <laughs> they wasn't fucking around. Um, and like I told my friends, they were like, "You are a pussy." Uh, you know, so yeah, but that was that one was dope, man. And you'll still also, do a roller like, coaster, right? What's that? You'll still do one, right? Yeah, yeah, but now I'm like, you know, anywhere from 6'3 to 6'6, six, six, I don't really know exact height, but like you start not really fitting in those things anymore. Mm. And like they really start to hurt your body. Ah. <laughs> but no, no, but like I'll get in, but then like it's always a mistake after. Ah. It's it's pink. I'm comfortable. I'm child size. I get in there and I'm like, wee. And it's like, I'm roomy, but not too roomy. It's perfect. Yeah. I, I can't do spinny shit. Mm. Yeah, to me it's like, like hopping aboard the pain train but but i can do i can do like the gravitron if you're th if you're talking about spin stuff the I gravitron think... spins and sticks you to the uh, wall mm -hmm. what a nightmare i got well, in I, I think once in middle school and i remember being in there being like please dear lord let this end it was one of the rare moments i connected to god as a teenager <laughs> like as a teenager i was like i'm asking to get through this please end this ride get me off it was like and it's like a ufo looking thing and it's like dark and you're like i i think i felt so alone <laughs> and you were so disoriented you thought god was there that's the fun part is that these rides that's why kids love them they love spinning because it's like there's something innate in us where we want to be altered mm. which goes back to your drinking <laughs> <laughs> so ashamed <laughs> No, and I do like also how every time somebody comes out with a new roller coaster, it's the longest roller coaster on the East Coast. You know yeah. why? Because every time you go to build a roller coaster, you're like, wait, what's the longest one on the East Coast? We have to make it at least a foot longer than that for when it comes out. I like that our rail system isn't within the top five or maybe even not top 10 in the world, but we're we're sending our best engineers to just put roller coasters together. We're like, yo... Come up with something crazy. That's where the money's at. They're doing a great job. It's the kids.
People spend their fortune on their on their little brat and their on their little rat face kids. Tell me about it. Sorry, sorry, that wasn't cool. Well, I thought he was making a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's another thing I wanted to discuss: is that I've been coming to terms lately that I'm about sixty to seventy percent herb. uh, My personality. You know, like you guys are are saying this and I want to say things like follow your soul, listen to your body. Like people love roller coasters because they want to feel alive. CG starts rolling his eyes because it's a herb like thing. So like I have trouble sometimes understanding sarcasm in moments. I just want to like really get to like the heartfelt speech of a moment. And I feel like that's me being a bit of a herb. Mm. Well, I think there's a balance take on this, actually. I think there's a good balance that we should all try to strike there, because when you say that people get on roller coasters because they want to feel alive, they want to feel that thrill. To me, that makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't make fun of you for having some life affirming thoughts. But when you say that you don't understand sarcasm, like, does that mean you're on the spectrum? Like, what is <laughs> what? No, it's like with. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Maybe this has been an issue for a while, but like I've never noticed it elsewhere. But sometimes, like CG will make a joke, and like I don't get it, and he's like, "Wow, like you're not picking up on my sarcasm," and I'm like, "Oh." Sometimes I'm looking for like the super earnesty. Is that a word? The earnest. It is now. I'm looking like I'm super earnest sometimes in a moment that I can't see like the funny things that are going on. Like I take it. I think I also have been like wounded in terms of trust. So at times I get like too tight. So like if CG makes a joke, I'll be like, really? You mean that? Why would you say that? And then I realize I'm being a herb. So CG is trying to make a harmless joke and you go, you know, CG, I've been wounded in terms of trust. (laughs) He's like, fuck, I'm sorry. That (laughs) That happens every day. (laughs) <laughs> cool <laughs> cool she is a herb like that's hard that's like that's like almost being like a handicapped comedian like if you don't get sarcasm like that's like you go up if there was like a basketball nba player in a wheelchair like that's amazing that you still do it that you can still do it. i think i pick up on sarcasm like but like sometimes i think like because i do have uh some previous like abuse I've experienced throughout my life. So like sometimes CG will make a joke and like I'm so used to like dating some really awful people that like I can't loosen up into like a chiller. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm still on edge. Oh, this person's about to say something that like hurts my feelings. And like it's, you know, so I'm learning to like loosen up. I'm learning how to have an ass. I found out that although I have hips, my ass is quite flat at the moment. Mm. So I did not know that. I was one of those girls that's like, this juicy ass, you know you want it. You know, mm. and then like CG was like, oh, you don't have an ass. <laughs> a lot of those girls, the, the girls who do that usually do have ass. So it's funny when you see a girl without ass doing it, it's actually quite comical. I've never seen that before. Um, You're going to see it when next time Kate comes over. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Okay, what I want to know is what is in that massive mug that is the size of your head? Why do you have a mug that big? I love this mug and I have it right now because there's this tea. So I get headaches, which is also why I can't do roller coasters anymore. So Mm. like 
because it would just fuck my whole world up. So She's just checking all the boxes <laughs> of herb life. All, all the herb, <laughs> herb life, life, y'all. All the herb things you could possibly do. Having a big ass mug as big as your head full of tea because your headaches is probably on the top of the list. What I lack in ass, I make up for in a gigantic tea mug. <laughs> we just, but it's a weird phenomenon because we've talked about it before. Because Kate has really good hips, and then it's just like that. The, as you go around, as you go around the hips, then like once it just kind of gets around to the back, then there's like a missing. It's like what happened? It's like a mystery. It's like wow. unsolved mysteries. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm out of shape, you know, like I've kept it, I've kept up some physical activity, but I certainly like wasn't working at it hard like I had been in the past. So I think my I think my butt just got out of shape the most out of other parts of my body. And then I never thought it was good to have a big butt. Like growing up, it was like you're supposed to be skinny. Like everyone was just like, okay, be be skinny. Like that's what I've heard. So now I'm finally like wanting a butt and starting to do exercises to try to get one. But like I never focused on it, and I'm also a bit out of shape. I want to put posters up all all over town. Like, have you seen this ass? <laughs> like, like where to go? Like, I can't figure it out. Like, where to go? No, because Kate, she Wait, used which to ass have are you gonna plaster all over town? Kate's current oh. ass. <laughs> well, it's like it, it would be her current ass. Have you seen this flat ass? <laughs> well, no, it's like have you seen the the part of this ass that disappeared? Oh, exactly. have you seen have you seen the rest of this ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like where where is it gone? Because now because the story is now see, I hadn't seen Kate up until about a year or two ago, right? And now, her story is she did have an ass. I think. Like, we don't fully know. I think I had an ass. Because all the pictures she sends, because she looks like she has an ass from the side. It's just from the back, like the straight back angle that, that it's not exactly there. And so, so they're all side shots she sends. And she's like, look, do you think I had an ass then? And I'm like, well, I don't really know. So, Koppel... I, I need to ask you because you were around her from the time I wasn't in a in a maybe a decade, a decade or two in there. Remember me having an ass? Listen, all I know is that Siege could really give somebody like body dysmorphia in a pretty serious <laughs> way. Like Siege with his hair slicked back and his eyes opened wide, just talking so serious. He's like, so I was checking her out from this angle and the hips looked all right. And then the, as I'm like, yo, you got to calm down. <laughs> this is, that's, um. Siege's going to be a lot nicer to me. Like he's already nice. We're in a very loving relationship, but like, he's I think the mean sensei. <laughs> I think once I get an ass, I, if I ever get an ass, because we don't know for sure, I just feel like he'll be like a little, a little love nugget, like once, if I ever get an ass. So I will treat you definitively five times better if you have an ass. <laughs> but also, don't you find that like when you're with someone, especially if you guys have a serious connection, you start appreciating what they have and then you kind of turn it into what you wanted the whole time anyway no i mean that sounds beautiful that sounds beautiful but like herb life 
I mean, no, I, I like it. I like what you're saying. I let you get to appreciate them in, in all sorts of ways. And then this is like, oh, this was what I was looking for. And you, you know what? I think this is actually the perfect ass. I mean, I don't know that that will necessarily happen. But like, but it could. It could. I, I'm an optimist. I'm sorry. I need to get back in shape. That's for sure. So we'll see. Like, I don't know what kind of ass I'm going to have once I'm in shape and eating healthy. Like, I've never really tried to grow an ass. It, I was always concerned about gene size, like keep it small, but that's not where my mind is at anymore. It's like, let me be what I am, but let me get in shape, but I'm going to eat. I'm going to, you know, do my thing. So I'm excited to see if my ass, if I can grow an ass and, uh, you know, I'll keep, I'll keep everyone updated. That was the thing, John. She do it for you, Kate. Thank she you. said when she was coming up. You know, and we know this, you know, from experience that, you know, the girls in our neighborhood coming up, you don't want to have any weight on you, really. You're trying to be skinny and you're trying to have the smallest jean size and stuff like that. So you're actually almost not allowed because they might see the the scale change or they might see their waist size change and then they flip out. And so she never actually worked on it before. So she is still had a 90s mentality where being called thick wasn't a compliment. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was like, that girl thick as a milkshake. And it didn't mean good. <laughs> it didn't mean good. Like That's said, adorable. We actually were talking about, I'm sorry, but I have to bring this up. We we're actually talking about the McDonald's play places they used to have where they had the Hamburglar jail that you can go up, you could climb up into. Mm-hmm. The one in Dresher had it. I don't know if you remember specifically. It was a big, basically, hamburger on top of a long pole, and then it had bars for teeth. So it was the Hamburglar jail. It's where the Hamburglar gets put to do time. But not- like, it's a really fun place to spend time when you're a kid. And yeah, then had, I think COVID started there. And Grim... <laughs> <laughs> shit is gross. <laughs> but I used to love it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was the best. And then Grimace, you kind of... I remember uh, Grimace. You, we used to call girls Grimace that were big. That were thicker. And, like, they moved kind of slow. Grimace. It was like I remember that because I don't know if they still have a grimace. I haven't seen any commercials before, but McDonald's used to have the whole squad. It was Ronald McDonald, his girlfriend with like the fry French fries for hair, and then it was Grimace was like Ronald's friend, and then they had a, they had a criminal. They had the Hamburglar who just he'll steal your fucking burgers. Yeah. So like they had a whole squad. And I guess that's gone, but that was a big part of my life growing up. I hadn't thought about that in a while, but yeah, they had a whole team. And I, I love heist movies, and I think that heist movies are really popular back then. They, I mean, they, they should come out with one a, a year at least. But it was cool to think like, all right, so this is who – but I never knew what Grimace's job on the team was. I want to I do like a show. I want to – I want to make a video or something where the Hamburglar, he goes to like prison in Bolivia. Like he's down in Bolivia and he steals hamburgers. And then you see what happens to somebody in Bolivia who steals a fucking hamburger in Bolivian jail. 
You know, okay. like, so they, like, cut, they cut his hand off. He's like, I was just messing around. <laughs> the, it was all for fun. These things cost like 89 cents where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all fun and games in America until you go somewhere where food is. <laughs> and then, until your ass gets caned for stealing a cheeseburger. Yeah, then you're like the, the country's most hated person. So basically, I just want to see, I just want to make somebody make a movie, even a series about if the Hamburglar grew up somewhere else in a third world country. Oh, so it's not the same guy. This is like a what if situation. Like we're, well, we're reimagining no, also, him. I'd really like if they flew him out, if they flew him out to like Ghana and then he, he thought he was going to just be stealing hamburgers like he does in the States and get away with it. And then he went to prison there. Have you ever seen Locked Up Abroad? No. It's pretty horrible. It's pretty horrible, the places they go. But I just, I would just like. I've seen movies that depict it. Because I just always thought like, dude, this dude's pretty shitty. And like, you guys ain't treating him that bad. No. I, I would like if they sent him now, the same guy. So now that he's in his mid to late 60s, probably, <laughs> he's probably fat as shit because he does nothing but eat cheeseburgers and fries. Or is it just hamburgers because he's the hamburglar? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So he eats nothing but McDonald's hamburgers for all these years. Send his fat ass over to Bolivia. Let him try it out there. But you know what? Maybe he's, that's why he's been laying low. Maybe he's like, you know what? People, it's too much exposure. I feel like he had a massive coronary. Yeah, like could, probably. Pretty- 40 years old and then they were just like ronald was like listen we're not going to do the commercials anymore guys <laughs> like it's just me i'm gonna have ronald, ronald mcdonald house but like everybody retired there's no grimace what do you think grimace is yeah. doing? now it's all different Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. i'm loving it oh my yeah. god wait do they is that even still on there I I think so. that might be that might be 15 years old too but i'm not really sure I wish McDonald's had a veggie burger option. There are some other places that do. I feel like they need to get with burger it. Burger King does. Burger King I does. I think they've got the Impossible Burger going on. Yeah. Have you so, had the Impossible Burger? Um, burger King has it, and then some. It's Impossible and Beyond. No, have like, you had it? Beyond. He's have saying, you have you eaten have it? Tried it? Me? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's good. I used to get the veggie burger before it was the impossible one from Burger King. I think it was Morningstar Farms, and I loved that, too. I just think it's nice when places have at least one vegetarian option like that. Keep up with the times. And there are religions that are just vegetarian. People are raised that way. So I think it's nice for restaurants to do that. McDonald's, which is not always known for treating animals correctly, I think, have at least an option. McDonald's has the apple slices, Kate. All right. Relax. (laughs) So while we were down the shore last week, one day my buddy was ordering out, you know, some greasy ass food. And again, I'm kind of like it's early in the day. So I'm in my self-loathing period. So I tell him, just get me a turkey burger. I got to get my life together. So then 10 minutes later, he's like, oh, we're going to go get the food. By the way, they didn't have turkey burgers. So I just got you a veggie burger and I was so <laughs> insulted that he thought that that was what was adjacent to turkey burgers. Like I'll just get your corny ass a veggie <laughs> burger. And I was so upset. <laughs> and we go out to the beach 
and everybody's got their delicious Italian subs and chicken cheesesteaks and whatnot. I'm like, can you pass me the uh, veggie burger, please? And I tell you what, it was delicious. They, I, I loved it. So emasculating, and I don't believe it was delicious for a it second. But delicious. when you're that person, you have to say it's delicious. You're going to be like, oh, my God, you have to try this. Just so you don't look like just stupid. No, CG, shut up. John, was it delicious or not, for real? It was it was awesome. See, I was I was on the beach and I was drinking like a one of those spritzer drinks, eating my veggie burger, and I'm like, I guess this is me now. Because <laughs> those drinks they used to be for ladies; those were only lady drinks. Now they've taken over. Now everybody's drinking them. Hey, and you know there? what? I gave in and tried them, and uh, yeah, they're they're not bad. Well, no, no, no. If you're going to stay as good looking as you've stayed, yeah. you drink those drinks. But I don't know that all men are drinking those Vizzy lemonades or whatever. Hold on for one sec. Okay. Okay. Kate, have you ever had a Vizzy lemonade? A Vizzy lemonade? Oh, oh so this is a different one. Okay. I was looking at what, what we have here. So this right here is is crook and marker spiked lemonade. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So yeah, the, right. the flavors are classic lemonade, raspberry lemonade, blueberry lemonade, and watermelon lemonade. Oh, now that looks pretty expensive, buddy. Is that like real high end hard lemonade? Probably. The wife got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know. Mean, they've had Mike's hard, hard lemonade back in the day. We're past that. But are you telling me, are you telling me like you'll go to bars and then there's there's a lot of people drinking the men drinking the fizzy drinks? No, no, not that. But you go to somebody's like beach house and there's guys that like and these are real dudes. Right. And there's like a 50 percent chance they're holding a beer or they're holding like you know, a 50, it's not 50 calories, but like some 80 calorie thing that's like only 5% ABV and they're crazy refreshing. And it's like, yeah, well, it's one o'clock and I'm going to be drinking for the next 13 hours. So I'm chilling with this right now. Nice. Yeah. So the, the toxic masculinity of somebody that slicks back their hair and criticizes girls' asses all day. We're trying to take that out of the picture, is what I'm saying. Listen, I didn't say I did it all day. And this <laughs> hair, this hair took me a long time to grow and to slick back like this. And uh, it's it's basically who I am. I know you said I look like the bad guy from Karate Kid Part 3. Uh, <laughs> you do. Not, not the main bad guy. Who Who is he? That's who is the bad guy you said I am from Karate Kid Part Three. Man can't walk, he can't fight. A man can't breathe, he can't fight. So is he? Is he the bad boy of karate? No, no, no. His that's sensei? the guy. That's He's Silver. Joel Silver, right? They say they, they're saying Thomas Ian Griffith will be reprising his role as Silver, the main antagonist from the Karate Kid Part Three. He's coming back for Cobra Kai season four. I guess it says, no, it says in the movie, Silver is introduced as a close friend of evil sensei, John Kreese. I don't know what's going on. They served in Vietnam together. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Terry Silver returns in Cobra Kai. Yeah. Ooh. Joel, so yeah. Senior so, lookalike. Karate Kid said that that's toxic masculinity. Like that's what it told us. But to me, that guy is fucking killing it. You know, what I mean? like I wanted to go to their, I wanted to go to their dojo. Because Daniel Son was always getting his ass kicked. Every movie he got his ass kicked, and then he'd do one little move at the end to beat the other guy, like some cheat ass move. But he's getting his ass kicked the whole movie up to that point. He has a quality where as soon as you see him, it's like, motherfucker. Like, he's he's very smackable. His whole vibe. Well, it kind of gets into that in Cobra Kai. Like, I like Cobra Kai because it shows both sides. So I feel like you're allowed to dislike him more. Even though I don't dislike him in Cobra Kai, you're kind of allowed to think that, I feel. Well, a lot of people felt that way. That was a whole thing for years. It's like, Johnny's not even the bad guy. And uh-huh. at least he kind of was, but mm. yeah, I don't know. And Karate Kid too, he did that thing. He put his hands together and he uses a club and just started beating the guy's ass. I have no idea why that worked. Oh yeah, that was difficult. That was difficult. They all started doing their drums. They all, then, all started doing their drums and then he was right. like, Shit, the drums. And it gave him special powers. You started doing the drum move. Mm-hmm. So you just, when they punch at you, you swing to the side and punch them at the same time as you're dodging their punch. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't think it works. I've never seen anyone do it in MMA or anything, but it worked like a goddamn charm in Karate <laughs> Bar 2. <laughs> he got about 30 punches off straight to the face. Live or die, man. Live or die. Yeah, it was sick. Moving on to another topic. Sorry. Kate hates Karate Kid. Okay. No, I don't hate it. I like Cobra Kai, but I don't want to... If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I don't want to focus too much on it. And I have some other topics like, so I'm on TikTok. I say that a lot. Love watching videos on there. And right now, um, hazing videos are coming through because I guess people are finally going back to college. Some people are, you know, with COVID. Getting hazed in the first like week back. There's, there's some interesting videos coming out. Some of them are just like sorority girls being like, hi, dad, doing like cheers, whatever. But then one video looked like a hazing thing going on. And uh, I just wonder what's going to happen as hazing comes back. Cause I feel like TikTokers film everything. I think I feel like there's going to be some crazy hazing videos that get leaked that start shutting down even more fraternities. I know CG's fraternity got shut down as he was hazing. Mine got shut down. Really? From like crazy ass hazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, though, that was like right when they started being against hazing because I thought hazing was actually really fun. Oh my God. I was being hazed. I thought it was like time of my life. How? What did they make you do? they just like make you drink uh quite a bit and like i don't know do like embarrassing stuff i guess like what but... you're not supposed to tell is that why it's like 
the fraternity code? No, no. The problem is we never actually got to the point where you have to do any of the stuff. <laughs> so I've only heard stories because our fraternity got dissolved while I was pledging. Mm. For having like kegs. You couldn't have kegs for some reason. You had to have cases. You had to have pallets of cases of cans of beer, but you couldn't have kegs. If you had kegs, you got in trouble. And we got like a, we got a bunch of different hits for having unregistered parties that had kegs. Okay. John, why did yours get shut down for hazing? For somebody getting like third degree burns all over their body for having crab oil poured all over them. Uh, so yeah, worse than the keg thing. Oh, in New, in New Orleans, yeah, in New Orleans, I guess they did it uh, pretty legit. People, they did it hardcore, but I got to be honest, what tortured me more than the physical punishment, which the physical punishment was real. I, I passed right out one day, just like it was, I was blindfolded at the time and I was just like exerted and overexerted and I was dehydrated and I just hit the deck. Uh, and then they let me relax with a cup of water. This probably came from the fucking toilet or something. Those people are sick. And, <laughs> and then, I, then I had to get back out there in a few minutes later. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like my fraternity. I went through the pledging. And then within six months of me being in it, I was like, I got to get out of this thing. They broke the nose of a kid that I was friends with. Somebody just got mad at him, headbutted him. Jeez. busted his nose and just all kinds of things like that. I remember when I was pledging, I visited my girlfriend who was at a different college than me. And my fraternity there was having a party that night. She was like, Hey, we got to go. You're in the fraternity. Like, I'm pledging. I can't go. So like, just say that you're in it. It's fine. No, no, no. I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. Yeah, I was, like, going to lose this girlfriend in the next, like, 15 minutes. Like, there was nothing that she was going to say that I would have not done. I'm like, okay, no, cool. I'll make it work. We'll go to the party. It'll be great. <laughs> so I start to come in. I'm like, hey, I'm actually in this fraternity at my school. And the guy sticks out his hand. And he goes, have we met? I was like, no, man. I've never been here before. I've just told you. I went to the no, 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 no. But have we met? It's like, dude, we have not met. I do not know you. I got into the fraternity and I found out the handshake was, have we met? And then the other person's supposed to say, perchance we have. And like the first thing when I learned that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why they let me into that party. It's funny. I feel like if you go, even if you are in the fraternity that's at, you know, and you go to a different college and try to go to a fraternity party by saying you're in a fraternity at the other like college, it's still like, you know, 50 meathead dudes who you don't fucking know, pretty aggressive meatheads. Like, it's not a good idea to try to do that shit, even if you are yeah. in the fraternity. Oh, sweet. Drink all of our beer and hit on these chicks that we like wanted to monopolize for ourselves. Exactly. Great. Pleasure to have you. Yeah, yeah, that was not a good idea. Now, this girlfriend, you were hanging on by a thread. Is that why you had to do whatever she asked? I think that no, might have been our dynamic in general, but especially because I was hanging on by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely so, mu so much self-respect I had going there. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't let you in after that? They were like, you're a fraud. I don't remember 
Yeah, I know. I didn't go into the party. I think after, I think I just the whole thing felt a mess, and I was like, you know what? We we let's just go. <laughs> we should we should go. <laughs> and they're like, actually, she can stay. I'm surprised she left with me. <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. She's an author now. <laughs> Probably on TV as we speak. <laughs> I think with the hazing, they need to chill it out. I know some people are like, no, that's the way to do it. But like some people actually die from being pressured to drink too much. That shit needs yeah. to stop. There could be some more healthy hazing routines. Like I had a carb soap, <laughs> which is so dumb and stupid. But like it was kind of artistic too. So, like, if you want to make people do weird things, you can do it. I don't know. I don't like have them do healthy, productive things, like planting a garden. Awesome idea, you fucking herb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess that's. I guess that's great. It would volunteering be at the senior center. <laughs> it would. <laughs> It would definitely be a better world if you did that. It's just a world I wouldn't want to live in. It's <laughs> not nice. I thought the hardest part about pledging was that kids that were just blatantly tools had power over me and would tell me what to do. And I'd be like, you fucking nerd. Like, you don't think you're cooler than me. That was the, the anguish of that. But I think a lot of kids were the opposite and they're like oh i belong in something now okay cool i'm part of this group yeah no no and the kids who did that in the fraternities the ones who do the power trips are the dorks the ones who slipped through the cracks and got in there because they never had that type of power before and so you know they they enjoy doing that to the young guys coming in even if the young guys are 10 times cooler than them that is hard to eat it's hard and those guys may or may not have that kind of haircut that CG has. No, that's... Yeah, they definitely have CG's Patrick Bateman haircut. Yeah. <laughs> the, the flex in the mirror <laughs> while they're smashing haircut. Yeah. Are going down. I want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere where people are judging haircuts and we're walking by. And then I want to see what those people have to say about the haircut. You look, you look great, but you do look, you already kind of looked like Christian Bale. And now you have the haircut of him in American Psycho. So, oh, you know what? Oh, and you have oh. a Batman shirt. There you go. Yeah. No, you look good, but when you enter the movie, people know who the bad guy is. That's all. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right. You're either... <laughs> you know, you know what? You might not even be the bad guy, but you're the guy that that protects the bad guy. Like you're the guy that's like you're the main. I'm fight. Honest, man. Step off, man. John's cool, man. Just back the fuck up for a second, bro. All right. Just relax, man. You've had a lot to drink tonight, man. Why don't you back up? Go, go back where you came from. Johnny's not in the mood for your shit, buddy. <laughs> I'm definitely. I've been that guy in life. Well, maybe it's the right haircut I chose. I do like the haircut. It's kind of like Wall Street. It's definitely got like a don't fuck with this person vibe. Yeah. Don't invest your money with him. He's going to run off with it. <laughs> no. 
and then you show pictures. It's like, have you seen him? I invested money, and everyone be like, you dumbass, you had a coming. Long slick back hair. Didn't that tip you off for a second? And the Batman T-shirt? Are you serious? <laughs> that was the skinniest guy at the whole party. <laughs> you knew the second he walked through the door, we were like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> and Kate's like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and you said it's he like has Netflix money now. Late tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, hello, strapping handsome. Catwoman here. What yeah. kind of product are you using? Here? <laughs> oh my well, God. I have neck tattoo. So good. <laughs> yeah, Kate does get a little bit creepy. If she wants something, she's gonna she's gonna have it. She's gonna have it. So she does get a little bit, you know, a little handsy. Now, how does that happen? How does she get bit, what she wants? I have a little bit of Catwoman. So, like, you know, if I'm hanging around my man's. And uh, he not necessarily in the mood. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to try to make it happen. Oh, did my boob just fall out? Weird. Rare. <laughs> that's the least sexy thing to say. Yeah, that's, that's like, like you get a hold of yourself. Like you're. <laughs> so what happens when you're a woman, you don't need to try at these things. You're like, oh, did my boob just fall out? It's like, okay. <laughs> That happens to like severe junkies. Their breast just falls out of their shirt. Like, basically, no one else. Look, I'm not saying my game is great. That's why I'm calling myself a herb. I'm like 30% Catwoman, 70% herb. So it doesn't really work. Things are still alchemizing. I'm still too much herb. But like, I'm working on it. But yeah, I can get a little creepy only with CG. But like, yeah, I, uh, I can get a little. I've been working on it though, trying to be less aggressive as a person. Like this, I think you're doing way, great. Skeezy way I look, she's completely into that. Like <laughs> that's how you can tell that she's a bad person. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> she's like, holy shit, you are killing it right now. I'm like, me? <laughs> like, oh my god, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, dude, are you serious? People, I just, I. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some fake invest investments from uh, some people in this party before we get out of here. So let's, you know, give me a second. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Well, you know, okay. Last topic. We don't have much time for it, but I just want to talk about video games and what your thoughts on them, because some people are very anti-video game. Like they hit adulthood and they're like, oh, he plays video games all the time. I think video games are fine. I think everyone has an individual relationship to them. So like someone can really get sucked in in an, in an unhealthy way. But for the most part, I think they can be really positive. So I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on video games because I'm not anti-video games. Do you play video games, Koppel? I don't play video games, and I, I try not to be too negative about things that I don't understand. But to me, it, I can't imagine anything that's a bigger waste of time than video games. Like, honestly, it pisses me off so much. No, because, like, and, and again, I are, as I already said, I don't understand it, so I'm sure I'm missing something here. But it seems like people get sucked in 
and then they're playing for hours and hours a day and I don't see what like a transferable skill set for the real world. I don't see how it enhances their skills, you know? Like how are they how is this making you better? You know, mm. what the fuck are you doing with your life? Mm. Just these hours and hours of video games. It like it's a bummer. I kind of oh, just well that was uh that was a pretty big downer. I was about to <laughs> say yeah I played Zelda <laughs> I was about to say yeah I actually uh play a few hours of Zelda each day, the new Zelda that came out. Um, I was playing The Witcher before that. I was So that was actually uh, hurt quite a bit and uh, was a serious downer for me. Um, but no, I think when it's kicked back and relaxed time and then you get to dip into that magical world that they built for you and make potions and, and uh, figure out castles and what weapons you need to use and which magical spells you got to use on people dude it basically i mean no that's sick you're right (laughs) you can't argue with the fact that i'm a success and so uh and and (laughs) just kidding so listen but no i love i love me some video game action but you can't you can't do it during the daytime if do you do, do a video daytime, feed while you play? Do you see people and they see you? Do people see that you got slick back hair and that you look like Christian Bale? I only play one. I only play games that you play by yourself. So I don't. I don't go. So there's no there. social impact aspect of it either. No, no, no. For cool. me, it's it's an isolation thing. I mm-hmm. go in isolation and I play video games and go into the magical world that the video game built for me. And That's then, fair. and then I go back, you know, and then I, I, you know, go lay down for bed and then I wake up and go back into the shitty world again, the real world. So this is your escape. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, I get it. We all have our escapes. But you can't play during the day. If you play during the day, you're a total failure. No, you're being John again. <laughs> John was cynical. And then CG was like, no, they're great. But not if you play during the day. I mean, I think it's, I think everyone. I like that Siege has come up with like junky rules for it. It's like, I'm fine if I don't play during the day. Uh. It didn't get, I've got it under control. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, you have it under control. This is just how I escape. This is how I cope, man. (laughs) We all have our ways to cope. (laughs) All right, I'm fine. I'm fine in the morning. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I, that, was, that was awesome. Actually, I can't even, I can't even argue against it. It was fantastic. <laughs> I think video games are great. I think to each his own, and I think you do develop skills like eye hand coordination, and it depends on the game. But I think like some are trivia games, like that you can actually learn things from in that way. And even with something like Zelda, I feel like there, I feel like magic is real. So I think there's some truths woven through the game and i'm sure you are developing like i said eye-hand coordination and other brain memory muscles so i think they're fine but i'm not saying someone can't get addicted to them or you know waste time but i feel like there's so many different ways to waste time you know like isn't i'm not saying being alive is wasting time but in a sense it's like trying to fill your day and not feel suicidal. So I yeah, think this is my know. thing. I think if you're expending energy, you got to expend a lot of energy in this world. 
Okay, when you work, when you socially, uh, plenty of di- plenty of different ways. And then, so there need to be a few different ways where you replenish that too, and you put it back in. And so, video games may not be the one you use necessarily, but it's like that's when you get to like sit back and drink something in that you want to drink in instead of like expending energy on things. So sometimes I do think it's important to put the put it back in somehow. If you like them. Now I like Tetris. I don't play it that often. That's a different kind, but it does soothe my brain. And then this isn't like video game, but I love pinball. I wish I had a pinball machine. Both of those two games that you just said make me think that you're slow because it's like the year 2021. And then you came up with like the first video games that ever, the first games that ever came out. I love that. Well, I haven't played, I stopped playing the more intricate games. Like I was all into Mario Brothers, Mario Kart, you know, beating bells or all that. Yeah, and then the new stopped, shit. Yeah, no, wait. And then at some point, <laughs> it got so advanced that I said, it's not for me anymore. Like, what, after Super Mario Brothers. And you were like, dude, I can't fucking do this anymore. Like, what are you? So wait a second. There are two Italian plumbers now? Dude, this is too much. I can't. It was hard enough with Fuck one. you both. Okay. I'm not a video gamer, but I'm very much supportive because like my son plays video games and i'm just like do you i mean he also does a bunch of other stuff like biking like i think you have to have a balanced life but for those who love video games i just think do you i'm more of like a movie or a tv show person yeah what the fuck do i know i don't know i i just don't play video games i do my thing and who's to say if there's more value to what i'm doing just because I'm trying to read and expand my brain and learn new things and kind of, you know, understand the world a little bit more. It doesn't make me better than someone that, you know, is playing video games where they're mixing potions and fighting dragons and stuff. It doesn't make me better. I'm just, listen, if you need to escape into a world where, you know, there's no social aspect whatsoever, it's just you and you're mixing potions all day. That's dope, dude. That is that is sick. That is sarcasm. I, I picked up on it. That is sarcasm. <laughs> well, so if you let it on thick he gave you the time. He gave you the time to figure it out. You <laughs> took a full fifteen minutes, so um, of destroying me, destroying my life, and so you finally figured out what it was. You know what's funny, Siege, is that you were saying earlier you were giving Kate kind of a backhanded compliment about being able to be a comedian, even though she doesn't understand sarcasm. And and then I started thinking that there's this cliche that comedians speak to each other in insults, which I don't do that. I don't like that. I don't like feeling like I need to be on my toes and that someone's going to come at me. So I need to be ready to counter punch the whole time. Mm. But then instead of saying that I proceeded to be that person for the next like 45 minutes. So I'm, I'm sorry. That was mean siege. Listen, you're good at it. I love if somebody's good at it and they're saying good, funny jokes that, that make belittle me very much. <laughs> I they're hilarious. And I think it's a great job. I value more. If you're li- if you're lighting up the room so everybody can laugh, I'll take the brunt of it, you know. But if that's you do scary. it and it's and you if you're not good at it, then you're just ruining lives for no reason. That's not cool. Those yeah. those people aren't cool. But if you're good at it and it's funny, you got it. That's great. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm 70% Herb, but Koppel, as we know, is 50% Bully, which we just discovered recently. Yeah. But you like? I don't like to admit it. Yeah, it's it's an issue, but I think out. you just own it, you know? I should. I don't, he doesn't. He doesn't own it. He's the he's he's kind of the mayor. He's friends with everybody. He's a family man. He's very you know. And then, but like I like, I like the bully couple. <laughs> I don't. But he's a secret. He's a secret though. And so like I can't really like you can't really do it around people. You know like he's that's his secret identity. But like when I come around like I wanna I wanna hang out with him. There, there are benefits to it. Like I make fun of my kids constantly no no no, no. they gonna have be awesome they're gonna inter- for their age and i hate people that brag about their kids and this is the only thing that i'll brag about my kids about they can take a joke better than anybody their age like when you make fun of them in like the right appropriate spirit they laugh so hard they love it so yeah, it's that's good. That's great. a real gift to give them. Like, you know, just be ready. Well, and then they'll be able to rock people too. Like if people are kind of picking on them, they'll be able to rock them with some, with some good quality jokes, good quality, <laughs> demeaning jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that way everybody else in the room will get like a great laugh. And then the person will go home and play video games all night. Cause they have to escape to their own little world. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He bullied you again. The cycle continues. <laughs> See, dude, when he comes out, I'm bigger and everything, but he's the bully. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely a, a bully virtually <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> a virtual bully. Dude, if we were in person right now, I'd be like, what do I think of video games? Siege, what do you think of video games? <laughs> Yeah, no, because that's how I feel. That's funny. No, no, no. You feel exactly. You've never had a problem ruining my life in person. Either. No, you're right. You've that's never had a problem ruining my life in person. No, it it hits that much harder when I ruin your life in person. Exactly, and there's yeah. a crowd, and there's people in live time. You know, like listening to it and laughing at my expense. You like you thrive on that more. Yeah, it's fun. Like this, we don't get to hear the audience members right now laughing at my expense. That feeds you. Like I can that you know when there's a crowd and they're all laughing and you're pointing at me and I'm just taking the whole brunt. That feeds your inner bully. That's what he eats. Oh, and so oh. like, in person, <laughs> in person, such a savage. <laughs> On the other hand, if people are checking me and like, whoa, if I'm getting 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 booed, 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 all right, then I know, then I know, and then that's your opportunity to come back. Yeah, this these live shows are gonna be the shit, Ambler baby. I hope you're all ready. Yeah, dude, you're gonna be destroying me up there on those live shows. It's my home turf. But I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Oh my god. Which remember, everyone, keep. Put in your calendar soonish. Um, so okay, so we got to wrap this up. Popple, where can people find you and your podcast? Yeah, so Peaks is the name of the podcast. You can find it wherever you download your podcasts. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Peaks underscore podcast. And uh, yeah, so so look me up. Get vaccinated. <laughs> Get vaccinated, people. Um. You can find our Patreon, patreon.com slash invasion of privacy. I think the next one, CG and I do, we'll, we'll both be naked for it. So. <laughs> I'm joking. 
That's me being sarcastic, everyone. Boom! (laughs) Wow. You see? Quick learner. First time time being sarcastic. Psych. Yeah. (laughs) Not. Dude, you are killing this, Kate. (laughs) Kate. Are you guys doing OnlyFans? Wasn't that going to potentially be a thing? That was my ultimate goal, my dream. But I heard that OnlyFans now is like starting to restrict the content. Pornography, yeah. Um, I think you can still post like nudes, I believe. But like, I guess some people had really crazy content, you know, like hardcore penetration stuff, you know, so. This is why we're not doing it. (laughs) Because... If if I decide that I want to do OnlyFans and I'm like, dude, you know what? Fuck it, man. It's about time I'm gonna start make some money, man. Get some fans, and then I do it, and I just go, you know, like I'm gonna do porn now. Then and then no one no one is an OnlyFans of mine. Then it's just oh. like, I just that's the bottom of the barrel for me. Yeah, that's my fear too. Is like saying, fine, I'll do OnlyFans, or fine, I'll strip, and then I make like. <laughs> $30 because a girl always has a hot girl always has in the back of her head like you know like you could always do stripping like there's always there's always something to fall back on because I'm a hot girl or whatever but then once they do strip and then not make any money then they know they don't even have a fallback plan anymore so that's like that's the worst thing that could possibly happen they find out that it's not a real fallback plan because they're making 30 bucks a night at the strip club. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to me. Me neither. I don't think it's going to happen to you. I always. <laughs> I think, think you'll be fine. I always want to think that I can fall back on OnlyFans if things really get rough. And then... <laughs> And if I do, if I do do it and then find out, oh, I can't make any money this way either, then that's just, I, that I'm, my psyche's ruined. Like, I have no fallback plan after that. Yeah. Then you'd be but, a real failure. Yeah. I like the idea of of you kind of like, you know, talking to people at a dinner party type of thing. Like, what do you do? It's like, I'm kind of in between. I'm thinking of, I might go, go OnlyFans. <laughs> Think about well, like I just I left my last job a few about, about six six seven months ago. Uh, think about maybe uh, starting like OnlyFans. Yeah, I feel like you're not. You know, I don't want to be that guy necessarily. If I could, I, if it was say it was the best move of my life, and I was like, you know what, I'm doing this. I did it, and they're like, dude, he's rich as fuck, dude. He's on OnlyFans. That's still embarrassing. <laughs> going to dinner party and say like dude what do you you know if like your kids go to school with these people you go over their house like how did you make your money why do you live in this neighborhood and like i did only fans that's still kind of embarrassing to me it's one of those jobs where i don't put people's social worth i don't correlate it to how much money they make but if you're rich from only fans you're very interesting and if you're poor from only fans i don't want to talk to you <laughs> that's true like if you roll up in a luxury car it's like stab siege what are you doing these days only fans bro i'm like no i got a lot of questions and then that's true because there are plenty of people you know the people who failed on only fans you don't really want to talk to them no so it's like a whole life decision it's like am i which one am i going to be because you're either either going to heaven or to hell there's no in between. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not like, you know, just struggling along on OnlyFans. Like it's gonna go really badly. I'm making it. What's your job? Oh, my full time job is OnlyFans. I like it pays the bills. Like I don't, you know. I guess like it kind of pays the bills. Like, I got a, kind of a piece of shit car. If there's like a plumbing problem, like I can't really fix that right away. But like, you know, I'm making things work. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still, I still think we could have a successful OnlyFans career together, CG. Like some hot couple half naked shots. Because since they're restricting it, it's more like soft porn. But like, I feel like we could really once I if, if I get an ass. I was made for softcore porn because they don't show the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was born for that, dude. I wish I wish Skinamax would call me right now and be like, dude, you know what? We heard your podcast. Uh, listen, we got a softcore porn for you to do. And there's always the romantic. It's like in slow motion. There's like romantic music in the background. You love that, <clears throat> dude. As kids, as kids growing up, we used to see that on Skin. You had Skinamax at the crib, right? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, exactly. So we wait, wait it's up till ball. it's blue she- balls and a tape. It's like it gets you kind of moving, and but it's like not exciting enough. Like no, it is. It's exciting enough. <laughs> <laughs> so siege. So here's your character with that hair. All right. So Kate comes in and she wants to be like a rock star. She's got the tats going on and she's like, I think I've got what it takes. And then you're the mean record executive coming in with the slick back hair. You don't even have enough ass. And like you're giving her pointers and stuff. And then it like turns into a love scene. Oh, I'd rather rather it was it was that I'm that guy. Except Mm -hmm. she comes in. She's like, I think I got what it takes. And I'm like, you definitely have what it takes. You're going to be a star. And then she gets naked and gives it up, and like, I can't make her a star. I just have the greasy, the greasy slick back. I think the problem with these scenarios is that uh, I don't think that they work in our current environment. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna wrap up. <laughs> Good idea. Gonna, I'm not saying I ever will do a softcore OnlyFans, but I'm not saying I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. To be continued. Uh- we're going to write some things, spec script. We'll see what we can do. I never actually thought about writing a script for it, couple, but now that you're on board, we're definitely having a script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? That, there was that really funny movie. What is it? Like Zach and Miri or something like Make a Porn. Zach, yeah. So it was that, pretty good. I like that movie. That's pretty hilarious. But I feel like now it's weird to give my email for a healing after I just said my goal is a soft core only. Man. Give, it. You, look, Dude, healing, give it. Give it anyway. Give healing it anyway. is about being your truest self, embracing all parts, including all parts of your body and what you want to do. So if you would like a healing, kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com. Thank you, John, for joining us. Thanks for coming, bro. Thanks for having me, guys. Love you both. You're very welcome. And thanks, everyone, for listening.